Hello, and welcome to episode 170 of Divided by Werewolves. I dare say my wife yesterday fell. This is not the story I was planning on telling. It just popped in my head. Um, so today my wife and I were talking about something. Because I'm looking to buy a new car this year, and I'm looking to buy an EV. And by the way, Hyundai, your whole Ionic 6 launch, that's some bullshit right there. So anyway. Uh, oh, you got to get a Bionic 6, man. I love that cartoon. I love it. That's why I want one. It's Ionic, Ionic Six. Hell yeah. Um, but um, so she says to me today, she's like, oh, they canceled the Cybertruck. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, Tesla. They said oh, they canceled that, yeah. the pickup truck. Yeah. I said, when did you read this? And she's like, today. I said, for real? And she's like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I said, wait. Did you read it today or did it come out today? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, maybe it came out yesterday. Like, it's an April Fool's thing. <laughs> she was like, oh, I didn't even think uh, about it. Dude, yeah. I was so pissed <laughs> yesterday. I fucking hate the internet on April 1st. I know. I really it's do. the worst. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. So she's like, God. oh, you're right. I forgot all about that. It popped up on my feed yesterday, but I... I probably didn't read it until today. And I was like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's probably what happened. <laughs> God damn it. So did they cancel it or not? I don't think so. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think I don't I think I literally they did. read it. I read it today too, and I was like, well, no warthog for me. God damn it. Like I was yeah. like, well, you yeah. know, like <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I mean I'll I'll look it up, but the little the little sleuthing that I did right. I don't think so. I it just occurred to me now that it might have been bullshit now that mm-hmm. you bring it up. I Read it today. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks." I'm a warthog. Yeah, yep. And I'm like, "Fuck! It's April second. God damn it! I hate April Fool's. It's such bullshit." I know. Like yeah. typically, it's like shit that I know. Like you know, like yeah. uh, Cody will usually like make a fake link to a story about a Chrome Hound sequel or like a remaster or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, bro. Like yeah, I know. Or like the but link like, that Jace posted was like, "Oh, Battlefield on the Ishimura for yeah. Dead Space." Like, come on, son. Yeah, Those yeah. two things don't even go together. Right. Yeah. And then the one thing that I did see yesterday that I thought was great was uh, an official announcement from Bungie that Destiny Mobile was coming in 2024. And I'm like, <laughs> I know that shit ain't true. So. <laughs> but if it was, if I thought for one second, I'd go ahead and put my notice in at work. Goddamn no, right. There's no point. Yeah, I'm getting right. no work done from now on. Yeah. If they put I will get Destiny fired. I am doing <laughs> you a favor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so shout out to the Citibank Fraud Detection Department. It made my life difficult this afternoon. Oof. So uh, my wife turns 50 this year. Uh, this month, actually. Uh, a week from Wednesday. And nice. uh, for her 50th birthday, she'd always, she's, she's, she's always wanted to see the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, where's a good place to see the Northern Lights? And the internet was like, well, you can go to all these places that are butt-ass cold, um, or you can go to Iceland, which is mm-hmm. actually pretty mild, and there's spectacular views of the Northern Lights, and the city, Reykjavik, is really nice. It's walkable. It's a good time. People love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, booked all the hotels, um, you know, got everything set when my family was here because my mom was like, we want to get in on if you're doing a gift for Linda's 50th, we'll give you money. So I actually bought like this cheap. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a $20 light projector to throw the northern lights on your <laughs> ceiling. You can control it with your phone. Mm. It's actually pretty cool. But <laughs> So I put that in the box and put the itinerary in there. And so she was you know, pretty excited. But we hadn't bought the tickets yet because – 
Um, my wife, without getting into it, she's got some health stuff, and and we just needed to make sure that like she was comfortable going, and that her and her doctor could like work out a plan to make sure like when she went, everything would be cool. Because when we went to Belgium, some of her health stuff flared up, and it wasn't as good of a trip for her. I had a fucking amazing time. Belgium's the <laughs> yeah, fucking shit. That place yeah. is amazing. I love it. Uh, she did not have as good of a time, so I wanted to make sure she, just seeing how this trip, you know, is, is for her. Mm-hmm. She's having a good time, so we hadn't booked the tickets yet. So finally today, I was like, let's get these tickets booked, and we chatted about it, and she's like, yeah, and I was like, we'll get them, we'll get them refundable. That way, if anything pops up, it ain't no thing, we can just cancel or move it out or whatever. We ain't got, even got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... It took me like an hour searching across multiple travel sites and then fares would change in f- literally in front of my eyes. Like mm-hmm. Expedia. Fuck you, Expedia. This this is not a joke. The fare went up $600 simply because I said there's two people going per person wow. instead of one. And I'm like, what are you even doing? What the fuck? Why would that even matter? Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting out on the wing for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> so anyway, right. finally realized Icelandic Air... They're the best place to get the tickets. Makes sense. It's right there in the name. And I fill it all out, and it's like you got to fill out everything. They want to know your name, your date of birth, like your child's social security number, the last 17 purchases you made, like all this shit. They need to know it all because, God forbid, someone want to travel to Iceland under an assumed name. No heists in Iceland, apparently. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> Mr. Boom Boom. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on through. Yeah. So get it all set. Get it all filled out. Put it on my credit card information. Boom. Let's do it. Pops up a little window. Says, oh, Citibank don't think you are who you say you are. They're sending you a code. Would you pop that code in? I was like, cool. I get the code. Pop the code in. And they're like, nah, we can't. Sorry, son. And they were very like, I, I thought this was very, they're like, we cannot complete this transaction. Please make sure you have enough money on your credit card. I was Damn. like, um, okay. Like, that's, yeah. you don't need to do that. Like, <laughs> you ain't got to put me on blast like that. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I go, so my wife gets a text net notifications. Citibank's like, hey, we think it might be fraud. And I was like, really? Right now? That's what's happening? You think somebody wants to ball out in Iceland in five months from now? Right. On a they're fully like, refundable flight? Like, that's how... That is the fraud they're perpetuating? They don't think that five months... Over the course of five months, somebody isn't going to be like, um, I'm not going to Iceland. <laughs> right? Like, that's where you go? Citibank was like, the Mr. Binky that we know... Exactly. ...wouldn't be headed to Iceland in five months. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, fine. So I go on the app, and I'm like, yeah, this is me. They're like, you recognize these charges? I'm like, fuck yes, that's it. Absolutely. I booked a hotel. I got the thing. It's me. I went to Panda Express. Right there, I should tell you. Like, eh, all right. Maybe that was it. Maybe they're like, he eats like garbage. And he's going to... These do not make sense. Fine. Whatever. Go back. Fill the whole fucking thing out all over again. And I go... Click. And he goes... We can't complete the payment. Please make sure you have some money on your credit card. I was God. like, motherfucker. God. I <laughs> so a corollary to this story. So long story short, too late. I, I called up Icelandic Air and I, and I got it all sorted out. And I got my tickets. We're all good to go. But the point is, 
a couple years ago when we went to buy the house here, I um, was like, you know what? I just want to make sure I'm tracking my money right to make sure that we're budgeting everything correctly. So and it just happened to coincide with I brought I started using Mint and I had hooked up all my credit cards to Mint and 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 I hadn't looked at the statement for the current month yet. So because I usually don't look at it until I get the bill and then I go, yeah, yeah, yeah that seems good. But so I hadn't done that yet. So I brought everything into Mint and Mint's like, you spent a lot of money on restaurants in Florida this month. And I was like, that's weird because I live in Georgia. So Citibank that thinks a criminal is planning to <laughs> is committing fraud that he's not going to act on it right now. He's just committing it now. He's going to act on it later. Allowed someone to rack up thousands of dollars of charges in Florida. And and an example of a charge is that they let this person spend like $350 at a Denny's. If you tried your hardest, if 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 there was a champion a basketball tournament and every single fucking team who was in that tournament was all in Denny's at the same night and you decided to buy pancakes for everyone, you probably <laughs> couldn't spend $350 right. at a Denny's. Right. Much less twice in one day. <laughs> Citibank thought that I went to a Denny's eight hours away from where I live, spent balled out to the tune of $350 in the morning, <laughs> then came back that afternoon because the service is so No one leaves at Denny's and goes, we got to come back here. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is not the emotion you feel. Normally, you're like, I need a toilet now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mistakes were made. <laughs> exactly. Moon's over my hammy. Yeah, more like shit all over the windshield. That's what they should call that dish because that's what's about to happen to your car. So they and 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 not just one day, like four or five days. That did not pass through <laughs> that just they just let that go they're like my man likes denny's what can we say don't live there yeah, isn't playing. in there had a charge right. in georgia alongside them <laughs> so i would have had to by Citibank logic i would have had to drive to denny's spend 350 dollars at a denny's in florida drive home go to a costco then drive back to denny's in florida <laughs> spend another 350 dollars and then that night celebrate my road trip with yet another $350 at Denny's. Yeah. That they were like, yeah, that seems legit. Yeah. Makes sense. Two tickets to Iceland. And they're like, not this fucker. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's eating mediocre yeah. chow mein at the Panda Express. Uh, his, his ass not, can't go to Iceland. <laughs> not the Denny's guy going to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't have lumberjack slams in Iceland. I don't know what he's going to do. We're, Put the kibosh on this right now. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Whatever. They, looked, they probably looked at my Costco receipt from earlier today and was like, anybody who buys bagels at Costco is not fucking going to Iceland. Like, we know what's up. <laughs> but yeah, Iceland. Please make sure you have enough on your credit card. Bitch, don't even. That ain't even right. <laughs> Do you need a loan? Fuck you, Icelandair. <laughs> we offer I don't need your help. 
Yeah, we offer attractive financing <laughs> options. Whatever. Anyway. Please come to Iceland. Hey, you had your chance. <laughs> you know what's so stupid, though? Is, like, if you call an airline in the United States, you don't expect that person to be in the United States. Right? right. That's just the way it goes. Call centers usually are in the United States. But when I called Iceland Air, I wanted to be like, ooh, are you in Iceland right now? <laughs> She's probably, like, probably like, no, I'm at a Denny's in Florida. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So we have a number of movies um, uh, to chat about this week. The first one, though, uh, I, I, not going to lie, uh, Mitch was like, you should watch this movie. It's really good. And my wife had seen it. And she's like, you should watch this movie. It's really good. And yeah. I was like, no, because there's caves underwater. And I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what's it called? 13... 13 Lives. 13 Lives. Or as I affectionately refer to it, Cave Movie. Cave. I, uh, I, I did have to look it up uh, when, I, when I said to you, hey, I kind of want to talk about this movie because it was really good. Uh, and then I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the name. I just call it Cave Movie. <laughs> but yeah so uh so it's the new ron howard joint and ron howard is one of those directors that i refer to as like old people movies he makes yeah, old movies yeah, where i know they're gonna be great they always are but mm-hmm. like i'd rather watch like some garbage that like a 23 year old directed in his backyard on his iphone <laughs> yeah then you know what i mean like i just have to be in a mood to watch mm-hmm. like the new Tom Hanks hotness or like you know whatever it is. I haven't wanted to watch a Tom Hanks movie in a while. Like that man called right. Otto. That's like you know Dollar yeah, Tree, Great right. Torino. Like nah. Come I mean, on, son. it's probably good though because it's you know. But at the same time, I just it just doesn't really kind of it's not it doesn't make me excited. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And this was kind of one of those things. But uh, there are people who exist on this planet who do this shit that these people did to rescue these kids for fun. Yeah. And I call one of them uh, a very close friend and one of my favorite people. Uh, Goose is a cave person. What? Uh, yeah. Mm. She mm. is it not required by law mm. to uh, spend her free time uh, chin deep in water with uh, helmets on, with flashlights on them. But this is what she calls fun. This is not what I call fun. Like, uh, like legit, I had to stop. Like, the scariest parts of the descent to me is when they think yep. they're going to drown. Yep. Yep. 100%. And this is exactly that. This is, this is, uh, I didn't know anything about this. Like, honestly, I didn't kind of, I didn't follow the story. Uh, I did, and, but mo- I remember at the I, time that, like, you know, fucking Elon Musk tried to help and they're like, no, it's on, you're stupid. And then he was like, calling <laughs> one of the British divers a pedo. And it's like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, I see. I missed all that. I had, yeah. so until Sean brought it up, honestly, in the Discord, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I was like, yeah. I don't, what I don't, I didn't, I missed this. So, uh, so I was like, well, you know, like I said, it's it's a new Ron Howard joint, and I was like, well, it's probably really good, but it's also probably like, you know, again, the kind of thing that I feel like if I was a grandparent, I would be really excited to watch. <laughs> but I'm not. So, so. gather around, kids. We're yeah. gonna watch some boys drown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but uh so so she had watched it and you know when she when she comes to the house and we, we hang out we watch a lot of movies and stuff and she's like have you seen this and i'm like no and she's like oh i really liked it we should watch it i'm like all right cool because i was like it, at some point i'm probably gonna watch it honestly it's the kind of thing where like in six years if it was on tnt at my parents house yeah that's probably how i would have watched it you know what i mean yeah um but uh so we so we I think we made like that night we made that buffalo chicken dip or whatever and you know mm-hmm. we, we uh we put cave movie on and fuck man it was really good uh obviously you know cuz cuz Opie directed it I knew it was going to be good but there were things about the story that I just didn't know and and being that I work in the medical field um it it like it was super interesting and I was like holy shit I didn't know any of this like I didn't know that like they brought in an anesthetist oh, I, to, oh uh, yeah 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 that's right because they had to that the, to sedate the boys because it was like what yeah. like a six mile thought, trip or something, right? And they thought they would like freak out mm-hmm. and not be able to just be perfectly still. So they they had a guy who was also a lunatic who does this shit for fun, who also happened to be a an anesthetist, a doctor, and he they brought him in to to do the dive and then put them to sleep or sedate them so they could get them out without yeah. having to worry about them like freaking out, right? And I'm like, first of all, James Mitchell would not have freaked out. Okay. I'd have been the most still motherfucker they ever moved. They wouldn't have had to put me to sleep. Yeah. But those are like, kids. If I was a kid, I'm still, I ain't moving. If, mm. if I'm stuck in this cave for how long, as long as they were and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, well, we could bring you out, but you might freak out. And I'm like, I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to be perfectly still. I would trust in you guys. Out. I would freak but the fuck out. hundred percent. Right just, now. Back just, then, right now, when that shit closes <laughs> in hundred percent, I'd be gulping just, water like I had grown gills. But but just that little like anecdote, I was like, holy shit. This yeah. became so much more interesting to me. Like it's not just an old people movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh I didn't know it was Vigo Mortensen. He was fantastic. Colin oh, Farrell was, was in it. fantastic. Yeah, Vigo yeah. Mortensen and Colin Farrell are the two main divers. Uh, you're gonna make uh, me watch this fucking thing, aren't you? I'm telling you, man, it's a good <laughs> movie. I'm telling you, you're you'll you'll like it. You well, will absolutely scary. freak the fuck out. <laughs> it is. It's fucking terrifying. But uh, just like, just, it literally took, like I was watching, I'm like, yeah, this is good. You, you know, look at these dumb motherfuckers. Why are you going in there? I would never do that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, you know, the, the water came in and stuff. They got trapped or whatever. It's like, see, like I said, stupid motherfuckers. But um, just the rescue part. And then, and then the performances were amazing. But then like when they called in like, old oh, dude, to like put him to sleep, I was like, "Hold, wow, this is like, yeah. so much more interesting to me now." So, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, it's not as old people as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it, you know, there's something to be said for. Uh, and I guess this is probably how people feel when I show them mall rats. Like, <laughs> like when you, to, <laughs> to watch a movie where somebody where, where you're like your interests are so well represented. Like yeah. watching cave movies with goose is like watching mall rats with me. It's, yeah. like, it's like watching you know, fast watch and furious. Like it hurts when people say, right. man, I hate that shit. And I'm like, Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so, uh, yeah. Uh, if, if you have the opportunity, man, I highly recommend 13 lives. It was really fucking good. Really good movie. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Well, see, the problem is my wife doesn't know actors. So she she won't mm. like she, she won't say like oh yeah it was Colin Farrell and Viggo Mortensen so I, she's just like yep. yeah it was really good and I'm and for me a lot of this stuff I I have to have someone um 
that who's who's that I like because I, I need that hook. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. I just get too you know worked up by you know. Man, I'm telling you, whatever. If you want to watch Viggo Mortensen and Colin Farrell do their thing, this is your movie. Yeah, they were fantastic. All right. All right. I'll consider it. Not, I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying yes. I don't want to. Don't get my hopes up. Yeah, I'll consider. It's just it's very scary. I just I find it very scary. It is. Yeah. So all right. Well, as long as we're on the same page. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next few movies we're going to talk about not not really scary at all. Um, what do you want to do no. first? Uh, I, it, your call. I, I mean, I let's see Winnie the Pooh because I think like you didn't okay. like it, and I have things to say. So, all right. So Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. When when this uh, trailer hit the internet, like, people were like, "What the fuck? This is like a joke." It took but the internet the by Pooh's, storm. Yeah, Winnie, <laughs> Winnie the yeah, but still, they were just like, I mean, Winnie the Pooh is uh, in the public domain, which means you can. Uh, but this is exactly like like if. If if Disney company's lawyers ever needed a reason to mm-hmm. be like, why should Mickey Mouse not be allowed in the public <laughs> domain? It's like Exhibit A. By the way, we have a movie about this, and you test your kids yeah. which they'd rather see. We're just going to let you watch this. Uh, so, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, it, it is a horror movie, and the, the premise of this film is that Christopher Robin befriends all of his friends at the Hundred Acre Woods, and then... Um, was like, yeah, I've grown up now, and I don't need to hang out with you animals. I mean, he he had to go to college, man. To, like he, you know, he had to go to college because he was an adult. And Winnie the Pooh and his friends apparently needed Christopher Robin to get food, which never seemed to be something yeah. I remember from the story. They weren't like he wouldn't bring them bags from like you know fucking Walmart or whatever. But for sure, <laughs> right? So they got yeah. mad and then and then got hungry and decided to eat each other. Um, Yep, and somehow uh, Pooh and Piglet eating uh, Eeyore, Kanga, Roo, and I guess the owl, uh, Tigger, yep. and Tigger. That was enough to sustain them, so they grew up to be like six and a half feet tall with giant tiger guts. <laughs> sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So Christopher Robin comes back with his uh, fiance, and that doesn't go well. And then some women are um, having a girls' weekend at a uh, house nearby the Hundred Acre Woods, and um, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are like, "Oh, for real, fresh meat!" And you know, hilarity ensues. Um, so a few things about it is, I mean, it's obviously guys with masks on. Like, yeah, it would have made more sense to me yeah. if you had turned it into these two psychopaths were so fixated on Winnie the Pooh that they put the mask on and not like you're trying to say that Winnie the Pooh became six and a half feet tall, 320 pounds wearing overalls like that. (laughs) Yes. But I think the thing that, you know, I mean, there's some pretty good kills in it. Uh, There's some, you know, if you're kind of into the old school horror movie, you know, gratuitous nudity and whatnot, then, you know, there's some there things there for you too uh the thing that that cracked me up though was at the beginning christopher robin is just like telling his fiance like you know he he was it wasn't just like oh this place that i hung out in was very special to me he's like i'm taking you to the hundred acre woods because these 
animals were real and I want you to see him. And instead of her going, are you having a psychotic break? Let's bring you to the hospital because you need help. She's just like, yeah, sure. Like that right there is to me like I kind of checked out like right at the beginning because it'd be one thing if he was like, hey, this is where I grow up. I'd love for you to see it because that's totally normal. But for him to be like, no, no, no. That talking yeah. tiger. No one, with no one this, has ever believed this. <laughs> with but this, I need you to right. believe it. <laughs> the talking tiger with the spring for a tail and the lisp. Yeah. He was absolutely real. Now I, I, that's probably a Disney thing. I don't know where the. I mean, that's not an. Uh, you know, I, I understand there's a difference between the stories and the Disney things, but still, sure. <clears throat> you know, uh, when he's like, "No, they were real." I think I'd be like, yeah, yeah we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope you get the help you need. I'm right. out. <laughs> well, like, and, and, and what was so funny was, like, she was immediately off-put yeah. by entering the house. Like, when he found the house, because she never expected to find the house. That was pretty clear. Yeah. You know, she seemed to be a semi-normal person uh, who was just, like, kind of uh, uh, humoring him, you yeah. know. And then they find the place, and she obviously was like, I never expected to see this. Yeah. And then seeing the state of the place, she was like, we should go yeah. right now. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, do it to Tigapoo. Yeah, uh, he's like, no, no, they're here. They're my friends. No, it's fine. No, bitch, we need to leave immediately. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, this is yeah. the thing, man. And it, it, that's basically it. That's that's the entire movie. It's, it's that Christopher Robin went to college and Winnie the Pooh and the rest of the, the gang from hundred acre woods denounced their hum, human, human kind of yeah. humanity, which, human tendencies and went back to like being like animals or whatever, but which is, that doesn't honestly, make sense. No, it doesn't because it's an interesting <laughs> concept. And I, and I, you know what, uh, this is why I want to talk about this movie. It's an interesting concept and there was the potential there. Yes. To, for there to have been some really cool stuff and it's kind of disappointing that basically it just becomes Winnie the Pooh is <clears throat> Michael Myers, but instead of a William Shatner mask, it's a yellow it's a bear mask. mask. Yeah. Silly old bear. I mean, it's basically just that, like he Ooh. just becomes another slasher, um, which again is fine. But when, when they, when you come up with that, who word, can drive? Yeah. Piglet yeah. can drive. Right. That, but that, <laughs> Like that premise, that origin <laughs> story, like, is so much more interesting than what they were able to do. Yeah. Uh, or what they what they did with it, like uh, them becoming more animalistic. I thought that's that's a. While it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for that to be like the disconnect, it's just because Christopher Robin got old and left mm-hmm. and couldn't feed them, that mm-hmm. they reverted to their animal senses. I mean, that's, you know, stupid, but they're. You, there was a lot of interesting things you could do with that angle, and the fact that them finger quotes reverting to their animalistic nature was to put on overalls and murder people for no reason is dumb. But and I, we keep talking about this, man. We and this thing that was in my head the entire time. This was uh, a bunch of kids who had never made a movie before. And they somehow came up with a hundred thousand dollars and the internet caught wind of it and got really excited. And, uh, 
if tomorrow I wake up and somebody gives me a hundred thousand dollars and tells me to make a movie, it ain't going to look anything close yeah. to as good as this looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, so while it's really fucking dumb and there's a lot of like, you know, the, the typical horror tropes and there's nudity for no reason. And, and there's some really questionable CGI and they spent a good amount of money on a couple of practical masks that don't move. Uh, they're yeah. very kind of static and, and, you know, stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, you give me a hundred K you ain't getting nowhere near this level of quality for me. So, right. right. So, and at the end of the day, you know, like I said, they, it was certainly an interesting concept and I feel like, you know, and, and I hope, you know, cause it's, it's like terrifier, right? Terrifier one <clears throat> is not great. It's, no. It's whatever, but look at what, you know, with some money and, you know, another shot, look what we got from Damien Leone with Terrifier 2. So, yeah. you know, the fact that the excitement and the hype and all this stuff about this one, and also like, I don't feel like, you know, people like, I don't know what people expected from this, man. I, it was never going to be good. And so these, like these shit, like Rotten Tomato reviews are like one out of 10. Oh it's not yeah. A one out of 10. Absolutely. It's not a one out of 10. Yeah. It, you know, it, the costumes are decent. Uh, the, the, some of the kills are I good. The practical there's, effects were pretty good. Yeah. There's some questionable CGI stuff, but like the practical stuff is pretty okay. You know, and, and it also is one of those things where it has a mean streak to it, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, it, it certainly does. It, it follows, it, it falls into certain like tropes, slasher tropes and whatnot. Um, but just like how it kind of took the final girl thing and was like, yo, fuck you. You know, yeah. the final girl thing. That was hilarious. I thought, but they did that, 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 yeah. I mean, we've seen that recently, like in oh, the, for the sure. Texas chainsaw, mm. uh, for example, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know people are shitting all over it, and that's kind of why I wanted us to talk about it because I know, like, you aren't a big fan, but and I and I'm not saying I'm a fan of it. I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's being unfairly shit on, mm-hmm. uh, being memed on, I guess, uh, and I don't think it deserves that. I think that there is certainly uh, potential, you know, from from these guys who made this movie, and you know, they just had this like wacky idea, probably, and they were probably drunk or high, and yeah. they're like, yo. What if we made this movie where Winnie the Pooh was a fucking slasher or like whatever? And then they, you know, there's some, there are fucking full on animated sequences in this movie. Yeah. You know, and they're good. So it's like, I I honestly, again, it's not good, but I had so much more fun with it than I thought I would just based on me looking at other people's reactions to it. Yeah. And and I'm really excited for the second one. Like, I'm glad that, you know, at least the internet grasped onto it enough that even before this one dropped, they already were greenlit for another one. And I hope somebody gives them some more money. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, like I've watched movies that have hit shutter with full production companies that were worse than this for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's not so much. I, I just feel like I, I understand wanting to, like I, I get the concept they were going for, but I felt like it just would have worked better not trying to like if you want to use Winnie the Pooh, you can even call it the same thing, but like I said, if you just want to make these guys where they were just obsessed with these characters or something, um, I mean it kind of you lose the through line there of, of act of Christopher Robin actually coming back or whatnot and then them but you know, I just feel like where they started the film and what they wanted you to believe in terms of 
why this stuff was happening. It just it just didn't make any sense. I felt like the the kills and stuff were pretty good, um, but but like the the central premise just completely lost me. Um, yeah. Oh, but, for sure. But you know, I mean, that's this this plenty of movies I've watched where the central premise premise is 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 pretty bad. Uh, so that that's nothing new. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I think I think that you know, if you went into this expecting it to be, you know, the night house, I don't know why you would do right that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like I at just, work, at work, everybody was like, "Wait, that's a thing," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a thing." <laughs> like, but it's one of those things, man. It, obviously, just just from the beginning, this was supposed to be one of those. You know, just you just kind of have to like I hate I hate this phrase, but you just kind of turn your brain off and go with it. And you know, you either enjoy the ride or you don't. And I did. You know, at the end of the day, I gotta be honest. Like, it's not a good movie, but fuck, I had a good time watching it. So right, right, yeah, yeah. Um. So this next movie also has bears, also is a shut-your-brain-off type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Uh, directed by Elizabeth Banks, written by Jimmy Warden. Uh, tells the quote-unquote true story of a uh, black bear that uh, ingested a bunch of cocaine that had been dropped as part of a uh, drug smuggling operation. And then... Uh, went uh kind of ham on mm-hmm. people um because he had eaten um all the coke um yep. so uh shout out to Ray Liotta his final completed film role before he passed away yep. in May um of last year um you know it's one of those things where like if you've seen the trailer to this movie then you know what you're getting Mm-hmm. And you're either kind of in for it or you're not, and it and it, I'm not passing a value judgment one way or the other. But like this, I felt like you know sometimes movies try to do like a bait and switch on you to try to get you into the seats, yeah. and then it's different. No, this movie is called Cocaine Bear. It is about a yep. bear that ingests cocaine and then proceeds to maul the fuck out of a ton of people, and the bumbling idiots who either are trying to get back the drugs or just trying to not get mauled by a bear. <laughs> like it's not right. a deep film. I I know you had texted me while you were watching it and you weren't very happy with it. I I, I I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. Um you know there's a little not a little way too uh way too much CGI for my mm-hmm. takes. And I get it. Like you can't bring a bear on. Stage. Yeah. You can't I don't want them to bear. coke up a real bear. Exactly. Like, <laughs> um, and the kills were funny and gory, uh, at the same yeah. time. Um, I yeah. thought the kills were well done, but because you've got a CGI bear, you then now have CGI kills and right. we're, you know, big fans of practical effects yes. here. So, you know, that kind of took away from it for, but for like when I watched it, I, I thought I was like, I, and I, I didn't, it, it just, it just seemed like one of those movies where, you know, I mean, Carrie Russell was great. She, she had, you know, had a brain in her head. Her her kids had kind of went out and her daughter had gone off with her friend and they were just kind of like trying to find this, you know, certain spot in the park or whatever in the natural, natural forest. So, um, but like so many of the rest of the people, they just kind of portrayed them. And it, it reminded me of almost like, like a season of Fargo um, or like some of the seasons of Justified where it was like, you know, you were like, 
looking at some of these criminals, just like, how are you ever successful as a criminal? Because you're so stupid. So it's like, it's that kind of just a bunch of bumbling, you know, idiots kind of all stumbling around <laughs> trying to avoid this, yeah. this coked up bear. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's one of those movies where, um, you know, it's a good time when you're done watching it, you're going to forget about it. Like it's not, you know, it's it's not it's not like a it, well. I mean, Snakes on a Plane was objectively a bad film, but it also kind of like memed its way into existence and then into yeah. the the cultural memory as a result well, of it. But it wasn't really any good. And this movie, it just it was what it was. But I think it did a yeah. good job being what it was. But I mean, it's not that deep of a film, so you're not going to leave it being like, oh man, you know, I can't wait to rewatch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Right. And, and I, you know, and, and, and like you said, like I, it, it just wasn't for me <clears throat> and I don't want this to like, to sound like, you know, uh, I expected more out of it than what I got. I, you know, I, like you said, man, if you saw the trailer, if you saw the title of the movie, you knew what you were getting. Yeah. And I was really excited for it. And, and, you know, I mean, maybe I like, I, I enjoy something like Fargo because I don't live in like North Dakota or, yeah. you know, the, those aren't, you know, kind of my people but I, and I hate to keep going back to this example but I, I'm watching this movie and it's one of those things where it's like I understand that I live in the south and there are a lot of people uh, around here in Alabama and also in Georgia who aren't particularly intelligent uh, it's, 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 it's something I, I live with every day so trust me I get it but when it becomes such a caricature yeah it's one of those things where it's like i can make fun of it all day long but when you make fun of it it pisses me off and yeah. that's what this movie did it's like you know I, I i go back to something like the death of dick long right mm. like took place in alabama they were dumb as shit they were adorably stupid and i loved it yeah. because it felt genuine it mm. didn't feel like they were making fun of them for being dumb they Which just, is funny, though, because the case that was based on happened in Washington State. The Dick Long, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you wonder if, like, they moved it because they felt like like there but, was some inherent prejudices there. Like, they felt like, right. oh, this would make more sense. If it was an alibi, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But, you know, uh, and uh, I can't think. I feel so bad. He, I know he follows us on Twitter, but the guy, the, the main guy there who was in uh, – uh, the dark and the wicked too. Oh uh, yeah. Um, he was so good in the death of Dick Long. And I was like, if I didn't, I, like, he played Alabama so well, I would have sworn he grew up here. And I, I think he's from like North Carolina. So he's not that far away, but, uh, but you know, when, when it's done respectfully, I guess, and not, it, it doesn't feel like a, a scary movie. Mark, you know, Michael, kind of, Michael Abbott jr. Yeah. Yes. Michael Abbott. Yes. Thank you. Uh, he did so well playing just a dumb motherfucker from Alabama who found himself in a really unfortunate and scary position. Mm -hmm. That made sense to me, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. This movie felt more like a spoof of Southerners, yeah. and that's that was my issue with it. Mm -hmm. Like even the even not just the criminals, but even like the the EMTs, the the police, <laughs> like everybody was fucking dumb and everything they did was so incredibly stupid i was like what it was like uh 
Chris Hemsworth in the Ghostbusters. Female <laughs> See, and I loved him in Ghostbusters. How, how, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was funny, but at the same time, like, the phone rings and he picks up the fish tank. Like, how, yeah. he's not, like, that's, that's stupid on a level that's, like, ridiculous to me. Yeah. Like, I can't, I just can't, I can't handle that. You know what I mean? Like, so when it's something that's set down here and everyone is doing just one fucking stupid thing after another, like, people really think that's how it is here. See, and I don't know if it's because I live in Florida and, I f- and it really is here, like, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, I don't, yeah, no, 100%. This is the state where a guy went to a pond with a sign that said, don't swim alligators, yelled fuck alligators, jumped in and immediately got eaten by an alligator. Like, that's what we deal with down here. <laughs> so, right. so I kind of watched this movie and I, and I realized it was in Georgia and I'm just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> right. You're right. And I I shouldn't take it personally. And I don't, I'm not saying I take it personally. Yeah, I know. What it's you just mean. one of those things. I'm I like, come on, mean. man. Where, there, where, I'm, there, where I'm from, I'm from a place where no one considers anything. Like, no one cares about upstate New York at all. So no one would make a movie set in it or with people from it. And if they did and miscategorized people, no one would care because no one would know. Mm. <laughs> I know. And I, should be, I shouldn't care. I really shouldn't. It's just a movie. But, you know, when it, when it, spo- when it should be such a fun time and I'm sitting there like, this is insulting. Like, I just, it's just so disappointing, yeah. you know? And then like, Oh, it's gorier than you think it would be. And I'm like, okay, well like how gory are we talking? And then, and cause it's me, you know, it's us. We, we watch the most depraved, yeah. disgusting shit on earth. I'm like, well, there's a severed foot or leg here and there, but like, it's not what I was led to believe as far as like the gore and whatnot. Like, I yeah. think based on the humor in the trailer, I could see people. Yeah. I could no, you're, see the I, average, right, right. the average moviegoer being surprised yes. at the gore that was in but, it. But when I'm told it's surprisingly gory, I'm like, "Holy! Is this like Dead Alive? Let's go! Like I'm in! <laughs> like I want to watch this fucking bear like eviscerate people!" And yeah. it's like, "Well, he bit a leg off. Like okay, yeah. so yeah, it's it's fine. It's just you know, yeah. Again, for me, I was well. Just like, sometimes things pop you out of it in a way that you wouldn't expect it to i mean it's just kind of the way that it yep. goes right yep. like you yep. can't always sometimes you think oh yeah this thing's right up my alley i'm gonna dig it and then you watch it and you're like i didn't like that and you're not you know this doesn't yep. make it wrong it's just you know the way that it is yep shit happens um okay so finally uh this last movie um so i've seen not all of them but almost every um, of the DC animated films, uh, I still hold them in very high regard. I think that they're some of the best, like animated. Super, like they're they're way better. Like there there was a time when Marvel was trying to do animated films, and I think they realized, like, yeah, these are bad. And well, but, the I will say the Wolverine uh, the Wolverine Hulk movie. I, yeah. I have that one. I did like, <laughs> but that's the only one. <laughs> Right, but like they were trying to do, oh, here's like an Iron Man origin one, here's a yeah. Strange origin one, and they were probably trying to cash in. But the the DC animated stuff has consistently put out not just very good faithful adaptations of Justice League comics, Superman comics, Batman comics, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, um, D- JLA Dark, like not just oh, really man, Justice League Dark was so good, yeah, but also original stories too. Um, mm-hmm. and so their latest one, which is an adaptation, uh, of a Batman of an Elseworlds is, um, Batman, the doom that came 
to Gotham. Um, so this is a um, kind of a 1920s Gotham City. It, it's uh, it, it's a full kind of Lovecraftian horror, but with um, you know it kind of it starts off uh, you know with the um, uh, there there was a, an expedition to find a channel through the North Pole where the the, the ship disappeared. Um, and, uh, and, and the whole crew and everybody was, was wiped out and, and, um, they actually, uh, they wrote a book about it and then made a TV show and aimed on the AMC that was fucking fantastic. Um, Brendan Gleeson was in, it was amazing. Um, so this is come of that. And then, then like, you know, like, um, uh, you know, Batman comes, comes back to finally comes back to Gotham because he realizes there's this, this immortal cult that worships this kind of cosmic horror that that's, that's making inroads into Gotham and you know that his father was involved somehow and 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 other people were involved and just you know the thing that was always good about the Elseworlds especially the Batman Elseworlds because his rogues gallery is just so complex in the first place is to see the different spins on those villains in the in the context of the setting and the story that these Elseworlds took place in. Um, and so, you know, this one was, was no different. And, and the thing that I was most surprised of is um, David, and I'm going to, Guentoli, I'm probably not pronouncing his name correctly, uh, who was on Grimm as, as Nick for, you know, however many seasons and now is on A Million Little Things, which is an absolutely terrible show. Uh, but, you know, he, I, my wife and I loved Grimm. We watched the, the, every, every episode of that show. As the voice of Batman, I like, so here's my ranking for Batman. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy. Of course. Jason Mara. Done. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah. that's it. I mean, I've heard other people do uh batman voices like i was a little disappointed uh jensen ackles recently did a turn yeah um as batman he was fine but i mean come on red hood he was fucking jason todd he was amazing in red hood yes that's one of yes. the best dc animated movies they've ever absolutely made and he is. was absolutely fantastic so i was like look if it's not kevin conroy rest in peace or jason mara like eh, who cares really yeah but he was great he was because yeah. you've got to be able to do the different registers. Like that yep. was the thing about Kevin Conroy, what people don't understand is that in his mind, there was, there was Batman, there was Bruce Wayne playing Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and then there was Bruce Wayne when he was by himself with or with with Alfred with Alfred, yeah. And yep. those three voices, you could not be watching a cartoon you could you could have no nothing in front of you to see if you had had watched the cartoon and were familiar with his work and you just heard them you would know which one was which because he put so much that much personality into these three facets of this character which makes sense because as as a as a closeted you know gay man at the time like that was there were that's what he drawed into was this guy having a, a whole secret life that he had to hide and then playing these different parts as he moved through the world. And and so Batman is not just – it's not just like, hey, where is it? You know, and then like, hey, everybody, right. let's go to the Batcave, right? Like, there's, Where's the trigger? Exactly. <laughs> like there's, there's kind of layers to it. And I was yeah. really surprised at how good David Gintoli was in – 
hitting all of those those different layers. I was like, God damn. And to me, like, like I love all the animated stuff, but if they can't like I remember when they did um Batman year one, um and um Ben McKenzie, whom I, I love Ben McKenzie, I think he's a fantastic actor, did the voice of Batman and it just it was like it was like if he's just like reading the comic and I was so disappointed because I was like, this is such a great story yeah. and you're a good actor. <sighs> but like this guy was, this cat was great. He was, he was really good. And the other supporting actors uh, were, were really good too. Jeffrey Combs is in it. Um, John DiMaggio, like John DiMaggio did one of the best jokers ever. Yes. Yes. And you wouldn't think so. Cause nope. you're like, wait, John, like, Gears of War, John DiMaggio? Fuck yes. Like, absolutely. His Joker was amazing. His, his yep. My favorite John DiMaggio, though, is Aquaman. His Aquaman. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Batman Brave the Bull. Yep. <laughs> that Aquaman made that show. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, David Dalmatian's in it. Um, you know, uh, Jason Marsden's in it. Um you know, just tons and tons of good uh, voice talent uh, in it. And then the story itself was absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. It, uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's basically um, Mike Mignola writing a, a yes. new Hellboy story, but it's Batman characters. That's all yeah. it is. It's just a Hellboy comic. Like even down to like, Rachel Ghoul being Rasputin and yeah, you know, I loved, <laughs> I loved how he like intertwined so many Hellboy staples, but yeah, but but kind of tied them to their their Batman counterparts. Yeah, but it was it was dead ass just uh, the seed of destruction, but in Gotham, you know, yeah. like even the artwork, and I. I I could have sworn he did the artwork on the comic, and then I was looking it up after I watched because I love this movie. And after I was looking at it, I was like, "Yo, he didn't. He just oh, did really? the covers. He did the covers. He wrote it with uh, uh, somebody else, and then he did the covers, but he did not do the interior pencils. I think it was uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Troy Troy Nixie, Troy Nick, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's one of these guys. I've seen his stuff before. Um, yeah, Troy Troy Nixie. He is um, very much a, a a student of Mike Mignola's style. Okay, but but he he uh, he's done a few things that I've looked at. Now he's like, oh, that guy that likes draws like Mignola. So mm-hmm. uh, Richard Pace was the other writer. It was mm-hmm. it was Mike Mignola, Richard Pace, and Mignola did the covers, uh, but Troy Nixie did the interiors. Um, so it very much looks like a Hellboy comic. Yeah, but. Uh, and uh, to be to, to be more specific, it looks like a uh, Lobster Johnson comic, mm-hmm. and uh, but and it, it, it you know it reminded me of your tattoo. That's what oh, it reminds me of. My favorite, yeah, yeah very much uh, of that that genius idea you had for a tattoo, uh, which you put brought to life. And a tattoo artist said, "I can't do better than this." <laughs> I just want to point that out that, that that's the thing that happened. So, but man, what a, what a great man! This DC animated which. You know, they knock it out of the park 99.9% of the time. The one fumble is my favorite fucking comic of all time. That just makes me sick. Makes me sick to my stomach to be like, yo, I was so excited. And I got to see that shit in the theater, man. Yeah. I got to see the killing joke in a fucking theater. 
Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have not watched it because of the change they made mm-hmm. to it. I still was like, I can't do that. Mm-mm. That's just, no. I mean, don't like it's I the said, only one I haven't seen. Yeah. Like I said, I, uh, I got up at one point to, to go to the restroom and there was vomit in the theater, <laughs> like leading up the aisle to the door. And I was like, well, somebody else feels the same way I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's such a shame. Mm-hmm. Yep, but um, I don't know uh, when this one will hit. I mean, they're all they all end up making their way to HBO Max. Yeah, I'm not sure when this one is going to make it there. Um, but um, in fact, that reminds me, I still need to watch the the Valentine's Day episode of uh, of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know I love all the else. Like I mean, growing oh, up, I like love the, Elseworlds. Yeah, like the what was the one the the vampire one? Red Rain. Yes, Red Rain is a classic. Fucking, uh, you know me, I love me some Judge Dredd. So Judgment on Gotham. Yeah, with that fucking that painted Michael Bolton art. Yeah, and Batman and Judge Dredd uh, fighting Judge Death. Yeah, like that shit. I, I I had to buy multiple copies of that comic because I wore that shit out so many times. And it's like I feel like Marvel tried, like when they did like sixteen twenty four or whatever it was. I was like, well, that's a good try, yeah. but it's like it's they, not quite sixteen oh eight whatever. Sixteen oh eight, yeah. Also, like, like they had what if? What, what if, if was amazing? Great. Yeah, yeah. Like what if? What if? Um, my favorite one was uh, what if Daredevil had killed the Kingpin? Yep, I love that's that classic story. because classic. because that that whole. The comics, you know, the, 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 um, um, uh, what the fuck, whatever, uh, that, um, storyline that, uh, that spawned it is like my absolute favorite. Like, oh, I still Frank remember. Miller? Yeah. Frank yeah. Miller Daredevil stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not a huge Frank Miller fan, but that whole. Really? That, yeah. It, depending not on a his, Frank Miller guy. Okay. It, de- it depends on his stuff. Like it depends on his stuff. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, like earlier stuff, sure. But then like when yeah. the, some of the sequels oh, yeah. to like Smarter, Dark Knight. Modern stuff's garbage. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like that, um, that whole storyline, I mean, I Fall can, from Grace or whatever. Um, no, it's, um, uh, what is it? It's something like that. Um. Fall from Grace was the uh, Electra stuff that he did with Daredevil, like, right? Am I wrong? Um, yeah, I'm thinking of. Um, do, 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 do. Well, I don't remember. I'll, I'll think uh, it doesn't matter. Later. It's, yeah. Um, but you know that that whole you know I just there's there's parts of that that I remember when it's like oh don't call him, you know don't call him Matt. He's wearing the tights. Like, oh, I yeah, like, yeah, remember yeah, panels yeah. of like when, you know, like when uh, when the, the, the flag guy was, you know, terrorizing. Oh, the guy with like the, the minigun for a hand and shit. I yeah. His name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I remember uh, Wizard Magazine, if you comic book nerds remember Wizard. Yep, absolutely. They ranked, they ranked like their like top 10 Avengers moments of all time. And number one was from a Daredevil comic. When yeah. he was fighting that guy, I can't think of his name. The guy that you're talking about with the American flag on his face, and like yep. he has that, and like Daredevil's gonna lose, and uh, the Avengers fucking showed up, yep. and they never even fought him. 
Right. Like they just showed up in like silhouettes and it was like a thunder god and fucking Thor standing there, the silhouette of Thor standing there with a fucking lightning strike hitting him. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like remember. Yeah. An American. And it's born like born again. Born, born again. again. Thank you. That's yeah. it. That fucking, that's like that sequence, that issue of Daredevil. When Nuke. the Avengers showed up. Nuke, Nuke. That's his name. Yes. Yeah. When the Avengers showed up. They didn't even have to fight him. And I just remember, like, because the narration was like a voice that could command gods. Yes. And then it shows, like, because Cap is giving orders. Mm -hmm. It's like a voice that can Mm -hmm. command gods. And then it shows, you know, yeah, Thor just calling the rain down because Hell's Kitchen was burning. Yep. And then then Cap being so upset because he said, like, he's wearing the flag. Like, I mean, he could totally just in, what, like, eight panels? Was like, yep, that's them. Yep. 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 But I will remember Fuck that. Like I remember the shot of Ben Yurick like cradling his hand after mm-hmm. the guy had come and crush it, but like don't call him that. He's wearing the tights. Right. Like fucking that's chef's awesome. kiss. Like that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like that what if then was like amazing. Or like what yeah. if, what if Punisher killed the Marvel Universe? Like what yeah. like, all of those are fantastic. Oh man, what but, if uh what if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires? Yes. What if yeah, what if Wolverine was an agent of Shield? Yeah. There's so many good ones. But I mean, you can't. In the What If series that they did on Disney Plus was good, mm-hmm. but it was like MCU focused, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you're limiting yourself to telling What If stories, that then of course had to tie into, you know, Doctor yeah. Strange. Like you're already right. taking a universe that doesn't have any boundaries, and you're then supposed to be telling stories which pushes those lack of boundaries even further and now you're putting it in this very 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 small box Mm, (laughs) it just doesn't hit the same way and it's like so yeah so they have their own versions of of cool ass things that they could be doing and they just kind of don't but i think because they go well why would we we've got all this other shit um so we don't we don't really need to right Um, and and i get it i get it Oh, but at for the sure. same time, it's it's kind of disappointing because, you know, the animated stuff sometimes is where even if you don't want to do the comics, mm. um, I mean, telling the comics is great because it just shows it just brings stories uh, to light that a lot of people just don't have experience with. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But if you even if you just wanted to do original stuff, I mean, you have so well, like that Batman flexibility. Yeah. Oh, that. shit. That oh, shit, shit was amazing. You know, that's not a comic as far as I know. And I, I feel like I would know if that would have, would have been a comic, but holy fucking shit, that was good. Yeah. Full Japanese language track. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Oh, hell yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty fucking good. Um, so definitely check out uh, Doom that came to Gotham. Doom that came to Gotham, yeah. Fantastic. And then, you know, check out all the other animated stuff too. I mean, there's some really, really good stuff there. Yeah. Um, I feel like not enough people watched the uh, Justice League Dark movie, and fucking that was fucking great. You know, it just it, to this day it blows my mind, and I and I'm glad that they did. I love the fact that fucking Matt Ryan plays Constantine on a show that failed. Yeah, on NBC, and it was right. fu- it was fine. It yeah, was it was fun. good. It was alright, uh, and yet was good enough as Constantine to reprise the role, not just on CW shows, but. Mm-hmm. In and you know DC animated stuff, yep. Afterwards, because he fucking nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. He fucking nailed it, and it just like it it makes me laugh because when does that happen? Like right. when when does that happen that you have someone play a character one place and then 
the the thing that he plays it in was uh, basically a failure, but he continues to then, you know, be that person right in that role in other unrelated, <laughs> you know, uh, projects. But yep. good for him, yeah, good, absolutely good, good for us too. Like at least we recognize talent. God damn right. God damn right. All right. Uh, so that's it on the movie side. You know, game side, still playing Destiny. Uh, you know, still yep. doing my thing. I got, that, all... got that Excalibur Friday night. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> I spent all weekend getting all my builds. I was like, this is ridiculous. I've got like 19 pairs of gloves I'm juggling between. So I actually sat down. It took me a while. It took me like two and a half hours to just go wow. through and compare stats and and figure out what the best way. Because I, I, I was like, I don't. I want to be able to try to use you know, multiple pieces of equipment mm. across multiple builds. I, wasn't I gonna, still have to do it. Yeah, I wasn't going to yeah. force anything, but I was like, I feel like I had some pretty good rolls on some things, and I and I just really wasn't making use of them. And so I finally just bit the bullet and was like, just fucking do it. And I did yeah. it. And I'm glad I did because now my life will be hopefully a little bit easier. Yeah. I have to do it. Like, I was so excited for build crafting, and I haven't touched it. I barely, I, I, I kind of have a little bit, but, uh, you know, they, they. I don't call it destiny for nothing. So I'm gonna have to like, I gotta make sure like I got my my drip the way I want it. I need my shaders, like all this bullshit that makes no sense. But I have nothing else to do in my life. So like, I do it. I mean, that's that's what takes most of the time. Like, I mean, honestly, following a build video and a dim link takes no time. Right. It's it's the colors. Yep. And <laughs> the ornaments. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what takes the most time. Yep. So I just haven't done it yet, and I have to do it on multiple characters because I'm that I'm that guy. So, oh, I do. Oh, well, I don't have multiple characters, but I do have I have different thematic, and I and I mean I'm not like I don't stretch any boundaries. It's like my stasis is like oh well, you know, it's blue, dark blue. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. my strand is green. Like I try to do that. I do feel like for solar, I kind of went a little outside the box. I was like, all right, we're gonna do some yeah. flamey aspects, but I got like almost like a suede because I mean that okay. fucking. That solar exotic for warlocks is terrible. The chest, it's a great exotic. Don't get me wrong, from a utility perspective. But from oh, the, the uh, fuck, what's it called? Star, Starfire, Starfire, Starfire Protocol, whatever. The, yeah. the one that gives you multiple grenades. Yeah, it's a people fan. shit on that thing all the time. I don't think it's that ugly. I hate it. Yeah, I everybody it. else does too. I'm like, eh, it's all right. I hate it. I think it. I think it looks so bad. Okay, it's it's like a moo moo. It's like yeah, Homer decided I'm to wear moo-moos. Not... <laughs> <so> yes. <that'd... laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's that's what it reminds me of. Um and and it's just because, you know, warlocks go between, well, you can wear a dress or you can wear a, a duster. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'd rather wear a duster. And they're like, Well, you're getting a dress. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against dresses, you know, but yeah. it's just it, it does that's tend all to you got. Yeah, when that's, that's all you've got. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I get it, they're trying to go for this monk type of thing, but it's like, yeah. all right, nobody wants to watch a space monk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, and I and I have been continuing to to plink away at um, Metroid Prime Remastered, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. But That's man, uh, I I get that this was like a different time, but yeah. like fast travel. You just wish <laughs> right. you just wish that was a thing. I mean, yeah, I get it. 
you know, first person Metroidvania sounds cool on paper, but if, if, once you start wandering around the map, you're like, ooh. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> you know, I kind of got spoiled with Dread because the, you know, um, you know, they had elevators and it was just mm. much easier traversal in that. There was way less backtracking. Yeah, um, I haven't played that yet. You know, I started. Uh, around. I started Stray yesterday. I, I, I had not. I oh, bought yeah. it. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. I hadn't played it, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I played maybe about an hour yesterday morning. And I had a really good time with it. So that's that'll be what what I'm doing in between. You know, Pinnacles and Destinies. I'm going to play Stray. I think. Yeah, it's a short game. I mean, it doesn't take very long. That's uh, that's kind of why I put it in because I was like, I had the devil in me. I don't know how long that is. I just finished the quarry, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of. And I know that the devil in me is like the newest one, and it's probably going to be a minute before I get another super massive. So I kind of want to save that one until I know there's another one that's about to drop. So I was like, hey, what can I put on that's like short and I don't have to pay that much attention to? And kind of I landed on stray when I was looking through the list. So yeah, uh, the backlog, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I think it, uh, it took me. It, it's a very charming game. Um, yeah. You know, I had a good time with it. Um, you know, for me right now, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff coming out kind of like late April, but I'm, I'm just happy kind of chilling with, with what I got going on. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I know you weren't a, f- a fan of, um, Breath of the Wild, but Tears of the mm-hmm. Kingdom, when I kind of saw the stuff they were going on, I'm like, I need to get that meat arrow. I need to know what the meat arrow does. Well, I can, I can fucking tell you one thing. If you don't have a meat arrow, when that motherfucker wants one, he's going to let you know about it. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. For sure, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think because like there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out. Um, you know, Zelda comes out in May. Jedi Survivor comes out at the end of April. Oh my god! Um, you know, Redfall comes out this summer. Yep. Um, Final Fantasy 16. I'm ex- actually oddly excited for that in June. Um, I want to. I still need to play 15. I know, like I keep saying, fi- I 15 is the M. Isn't fifteen? No, you're right. Yeah, fifteen, uh, 15 is great. The, the boy band in the the black car. Like Hell yeah, yeah, yeah! That game is fucking fantastic. See, I, I have it. I've never played it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just prepping for retirement. You know, like my backlog is oh, like. I feel you. It's stupid. I know it is, but it's the whole thing, right? It's like people are like, oh, you know, you play games, y'all. You play is Destiny. I'm like, Destiny is not me playing games. Mm-hmm. Like Destiny is what i do to stay sane i'm so fucking depressed yeah i don't even feel like playing games yeah it's like destiny is literally what keeps me alive most days <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean there's so much stuff i mean coming out in the next few months that i'm like i'm really in no hurry and i still have monster hunter i kind of stopped because i was like these hunts are scary <laughs> yeah man that i was having such a good time playing with you and i haven't played it since the last time we played it but yeah uh, that and then fucking the resident evil remake resident evil 4 remake just dropped and everybody's heard is really shit. good yeah everybody's losing their shit and i'm like i i like resident evil 4 i don't love it the way a lot of people seem to uh yeah you know i i I didn't necessarily need to know the origins of the T virus yeah. and all that stuff. And then them making it like this weird, these weird worm things and like the South American village. I'm like, Oh, I, I can't. I, yeah. That's a little too far for me. Um, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but you know, and it fixed the tank controls. It was the first one that didn't have tank controls and that was great. But, 
I liked the the Resident Evil One remake on the GameCube way more than I liked Four. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll play it. It looks really good, but it's just not my favorite Resident Evil, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly I was reading an article about um, Dead Space and how like mm-hmm. fun it was to like do New Game Plus when you're completely OP, and I was like, I would yeah. love to do that. I just would need to get to the point I w- where I'm. I want to start OP. that way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think the thing is, like, I'm looking forward to that too. I love that game. You know, some of these games now have like difficulty settings. I think they realize like some people want to play these games, but they don't want to. Like, they might not have played them originally because the survival horror part of it. Yeah, they so, don't. They're not like me. They don't make them. They don't punish themselves. <laughs> yeah. So like, apparently, like the story. Like I, I played um, Resident Evil Four. Um, I rescued Ashley, and then it wasn't done and i was like mm. well i am like <laughs> i don't i don't really care what kind of happens at this point so yeah 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 but um you know i've heard though that the you know the it's it's much easier if you want to just go in and just kind of experience the story and fuck around you can do that same thing with yeah. like with dead space and i and i am i like i get the whole idea of you know survival horror being all about you know constrained resources and, and yes yeah, resource and, and management like 100%, yeah but i mean you know i i also think that there's there's nothing wrong with um you know if you have the ability to tune things so that folks that might because somebody's everybody's got to start somewhere right? right maybe they start with your game and they, they play right. it on easy and exactly. then they, they love it and they were like well let me try to bump it up a bit and then they see how it goes but you yeah. know if you just make it so that it's always you know impenetrable then you might miss out on getting people to to come over that yeah you know. you can, i mean yeah it, it would be real easy to turn somebody off of survival horror like real fast yeah 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 um so i mean i don't i'm not sure how much i have left in metroid i'm kind of just tooling around doing my thing grabbing power-ups and whatnot but um and then uh, I'll probably I'm sure there's there's games that I haven't either on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus that I haven't even looked at to, to yeah. hold me over until like Jedi Survivor comes out. So, right. um, you know, and, and I always have catalysts or one uh-huh. thing or another to spend my time on. So, yep. but uh, whatever it is, hopefully uh, folks will be with us when we talk about it next uh let's see so this has been episode 170 70 crazy pants uh by werewolves and uh thank you so much for hanging out with us we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks so from myself and mitch thank you again good night and have a good evening <laughs>